Okay, so Genesis chapter 5. Uh, we started looking at this last week. Um, we, we covered two things, and I'll do a quick recap for those of you that weren't here uh, last week. I'll do a quick recap on that. Um, but let's read in Genesis chapter 5 here. <clears throat> Genesis chapter 5, verse 1. This is the book of the generations of Adam. In the day that God created man, in the likeness of God made he him. Male and female created he them and blessed them and called their name Adam in the day when they were created. And Adam lived a hundred and thirty years and begat a son in his own likeness after his image and called his name Seth. And the days of Adam after he begotten Seth were eight hundred years and he begat sons and daughters and all the days Adam lived were nine hundred and thirty years and he died. Now back to chapter four. Uh, chapter 4 and verse 17. Chapter 4, verse 17. And Cain knew his wife, and she conceived and bare Enoch, and he built a city and called the name of the city after the name of his son Enoch. And unto Enoch was born Irad, and Irad begat Mahuyal, and Mahuyal begat Methusael, and Methusael begat Lamech. And Lamech took unto him two wives, the name of the one was Adar, and the name of the other Zillah. And Adar bare Jabel. He was the father of such as dwell in tents, and of such as have cattle. And his brother's name was Jubal. He was the father of all as such as handle the harp and organ. And Zillah, she also bare Tubalcane, an instructor of every artificer in brass and iron, or brass and iron, if you're from Suffolk, uh, and the sister of Tubalcane was Naama, and uh, then down to verse uh, verse 25 and Adam knew his wife again and she bare a son and called his name Seth for God said she has appointed me another seed instead of Abel whom Cain slew and to Seth to him also there was born a son and he called his name Enos then began men to call upon the name of the Lord. Um, and then verse, uh, so now into chapter 5 and verse 21. And Enoch lived sixty and five years and begat Methuselah, Methuselah. And Enoch walked with God after he begat Methuselah three hundred years and he begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Enoch were three hundred sixty and five years and Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. And then finally, um, verse chapter 5, verse 30. And Lamech lived after he begat Noah five hundred ninety and five years, and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Lamech were seven hundred seventy and seven years, and he died. And Noah, sorry, verse, I should have read verse 29. So Lamech... Uh, is in, in question in verse 28. Um, yeah, sorry, verse 28. And Lamech lived 180 and two years and begat a son, and he called his name Noah, saying, This same shall comfort us concerning our work and toil of our hands because of the ground which the Lord has cursed. And we read the, uh, the next few verses, uh, and in verse 32, Noah was 500 years old, and Noah begat Shem, Ham, and Japheth. All right, uh, that will suffice for our reading. Um, so let me do a quick recap uh, on what we what we spoke on last week. 
Um, so we, we introduced a subject last week and suggested that uh, there are many genealogies in the, the Word of God. What I'd like to do as part of what I wanted to do as part of the beginning of last week's series was look at the genealogies of the patriarchs, which are mainly in, and if it was Bible class, I'd probably say, get you to answer on chat, um, which it is more of a Bible class than a formal teaching meeting. But um, anyway, the, the, the answers are on the, uh, on the slide. The genealogies of the patriarchs are in Genesis. The genealogies of the kings are in Chronicles. And the genealogies of the Lord Jesus are in the Gospels. Now, there are other genealogies. Again, if this is a Bible class, I'd probably say, can you tell me some other genealogies? We, we've just been looking at Nehemiah um, in our studies on a Thursday evening. And uh, there are lists of names there. And certainly in Ezra, uh, the whole business of genealogy is very important. But for our study, study, as we trace human history, and as we trace God's story that is, is, it comes through the vehicle of the family, which is what genealogy is all about, then these are the three sort of things that I wanted to, uh, that, that these are the three major buckets that I wanted to consider as part of this subject. Now, last week, we started to think a little bit about uh, the genealogies of the patriarchs. And we thought a little bit about the dignity of motherhood. Uh, the, the wonderful thing that uh, Adam says to Eve, that you are the mother of all living. And this idea that all women can be mothers, whether they are mothers of physical children or whether they are mothers in a spiritual sense. They all have the ability to invest in children and in those that are younger than them in such a way as to be uh, those that are, as, in such a way as to be those that are bringing life, right? Without, without mothers bringing life, bringing the means by which uh, new life can be born into this world, uh, there would have been no, no hope in Genesis 3. But it is through her seed, the seed of the woman, not the, not the seed of the man. That's not how it's phrased in scripture. It's the seed of the woman. So we thought about the dignity of, of motherhood. And then we thought about uh, the, the, the way that God records things. And we saw that the record is very, very deliberate. Um, I won't get over that now. Um, I've been very busy, um, which is why I don't have the recording of last week's ready yet. Um, but I, I will get the recording of, of last week's if you're interested in in, in the, the accuracy and the intentionality, that the fact that God is so deliberate with the way he records things. It's not a mistake that things are recorded in just the way they are, whether that is to do with the order of things uh, or whether that's to do with the, the arrangement of things, the detail of things. It's all very, very um, fully intended. So now this evening, what I'd like to do is think about the definition of the faithful. Um, uh, and so uh, that's what we're going to move on uh, this evening. And after eight o'clock, we might be able to think a little bit about the divine intervention as well that that um, interrupts these genealogies in quite a in a, in a way that's changed human uh, talk about things that have changed our world when God intervened in the way that we should think about. Um, he intervened in a, in, a, in a way that has left its mark on history and on human uh, existence ever since. So 
Let's think about the definition of the faithful. And we, we picked up on this a little bit and turn my video off um, just because um, we you don't need to focus on my face. We need to focus on the on the, the word of God. Um, the we, we read this uh, in 426 and 522 and 529. I want to think with you about three um, three ideas that describe for us the the uh, the character uh, that, that define the faithful, uh, the faithful of God. In chapter four, verse 26, we read that men began to call upon the name of the Lord. Men began to call upon the name of the Lord. In 522, we, we have a man who walked with God. So we have men calling, we have men walking. And then in 529, um, which I was struggling to find, but we, we got there eventually, we have Lamech calling his son Noah. And why did he call him Noah? Well, because he was hoping that in Noah, the same, chapter 5, verse 29, the same shall comfort us concerning our work and toil of our hands because of the ground which the Lord has cursed. So in other words, when Lamech saw that Noah was born, and it's Lamech talking here, not Lamech's wife. But when, when Lamech saw that, he thought, well, maybe this is the, the one. Maybe no, maybe my son will be the, the one that, that will bring comfort, that will bring rest. And so I'm, I'm inclined to think that Lamech believed God. He believed what God had said in Genesis chapter 3, uh, verse, uh, verse 15. The words of God to um, the serpent, I will put enmity between thee and the woman and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head and thou shalt bruise his heel. So I think Lamech believed that he, he was still believing, although by the end of chapter five, you've gone through many, many generations. Lamech was still believing that that the next boy, the next son could be the, the means of uh, God's God's rest, bringing rest, dealing with the, the damage that, that had been brought in because of sin. Um, the same shall comfort us concerning our work and toil of our hands because of the ground which the Lord has cursed. Now, I can't be dogmatic about that, um, but I, I think we might just have a man there who believed God. So the, what is the definition of, of the faithful? What is the definition of the faithful? It's defined by three things, at least men that are calling upon God, men that are walking with God and men that are believing in God. Now, by contrast, there's no mention of calling, walking or believing in God in the record of Cain's family. When we read those verses in chapter four that we read, the impression that the writer wants to leave with us as we read those verses is that Cain's family was predominantly an earthly family. Yeah. Whilst Seth's family was seemed to be characterized by spiritual things, calling upon God, walking upon God. Um, just to make that point again in, in, in chapter four, verse 26. I mean, it's, it seems pretty obvious to me. Chapter four, verse 26. And as Seth to him were, uh, there was also born, born a son, and he called his name Enos. Then, then began men to call upon the name of the Lord. 
So there's something about this 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 new family, not Cain's family, but the family of Seth. There's something about his family that is is spiritual. They're interested in spiritual things. Cain's family, on the other hand, they were endowed with natural gifts, which gave rise to farmers, shepherds, musicians, metallurgists, amongst other things. Now, the record of Seth's family is completely free of any mention of those those things. Not because they were so spiritual that they just didn't do anything on earth. They weren't. It wasn't that they were devoid of any useful abilities to function properly in the world. But under the inspiration of God, the writer here in Genesis seems to be making a point. He seems to be saying, what characterizes the people of God above all else? What am I going to put on record? You know, Moses was compiling, compiling this. So under the spirit of God, he may be leaving things out. I mean, maybe Seth's family were. I'm sure they were. I'm sure they were talented people. But the overwhelming impression that the people of God leave on the page of history, it's about their relationship with God. It's about calling on God, walking with him and believing in him. And everything else fades into the background. You can um, perhaps imagine, you know, a situation where <clears throat> you you sat down with 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 Seth, you know, and you say what you say, who, who, who do you think you are, Seth? And you say, well, I, I'm a sinner. But, you know, we're, we're, he'd say to you, we're, we're waiting for a day when God will bring into this world a man who will reverse the curse. And uh, we're, we're believers. We're holding out on God's grace. And, they, and, and then you speak to, you know, perhaps you, you speak to Noah. I don't know quite how you do that because <laughs> generations apart. But let's just imagine you, you speak to, to uh, Noah and he talks about his great, great, great or whatever it is. Uh, his granddad Enoch and how God just took him and none of these people mention what they do for a day job they just talk about God and so it's, it's a very sobering thing because it leaves you with an altered sense of where you're, you should find your identity if these were men and women were so obsessed with the coming of the offspring um, then shouldn't we and and remember what uh, the, the, the writer uh, it says in Hebrews about those that all died in faith. He says, they, they all died in faith with, without receiving the things that were promised. So Seth and Enoch and Lamech and Noah, they, they all died without receiving the things that were promised them. The seed of the woman didn't come in, in their time. And there were myriads, there are myriads of folk in our spiritual ancestry, if you like, who stand as a testimony history to this kind of mentality. And so the lesson from this, um, just as we pause here, um, the, the lesson from this is that I think we should too be defined by these three things. We should be characterized by calling upon God, walking with God and, and believing on God. It's interesting uh, that there's nothing said really about the Lord Jesus's career. I think I mentioned this uh, a few months back about the fact that there's nothing about his work in the carpenter shop. And so perhaps the lesson is here that we need to leave an impression on history of our faith in God. That needs to be the overriding impression. We shouldn't be defined by our day jobs. That, that Whatever you are in your day job, that shouldn't define you and me. It should be our relationship with God. Easy, easy to say, um, difficult perhaps to do, to, to make sure that the, the impression we leave on those around us, on our neighbourhood, uh, is, an, is our relationship with God. But mind you, we have a wonderful opportunity, don't we, just, just now to 
to to have different conversations than the weather and uh and what we do for a job you know that that and i, I i'm i'm the, just as bad as anyone that that's often where i would go in a conversation but we have a wonderful opportunity uh, to leave a different impression upon those around us um, of our faith in god so we'll leave uh chapter uh, five there and then we'll move on to think about divine uh, intervention those are my points there called what believe um we'll move on to think about uh, divine intervention um in the next set of genealogies uh, the way that god interrupts those genealogies with a, 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 a massive event um as big really in one respect in the way it changed history as the flood itself okay uh, let me stop the recording